This episode of Lockdown Lemonade contains strong language and adult themes, like balls and the menopause. Okay, that's it. We're through week three. We are through week three. Breathe a sigh of relief. Slap yourself in the back because you know what? There's only five days of lockdown left. There's only five days, not even a full week. And then when that ends, we are going to go out and we're going to do absolutely nothing because there's loads of restrictions in place. So, you know, I mean, it's okay. You can go out and you can go shopping. Wow, like, you know, yeah. Wow, that's cheered me up a bit. I just, I couldn't wait to do a bit of, a bit of shopping in a shop because it's not like, you know, a got everything already delivered from Amazon and it's like okay fine fine so uh, you know what else well I can get a haircut actually I need a haircut that's good I'm, I'll be happy about that um, and uh, what else well I'll be able to go to the pub after all but I've definitely got to go to the, the pub and have a meal at the same time and that's you know what well, that's like a tax on drinking isn't it really it's just like well, hold on a second what you know what uh, and it's got to be solid food you can't uh, I tried I phoned up the pub I said can I Come and have a three-course meal, which starts with uh, real ale. Uh, so real ale soup, followed by gin and tonic surprise. And then for pudding, I'd like uh, two bottles of red wine. And they said, no, unfortunately, it actually has to be real solid food. And I was just like, oh, balls. And so, uh, you know, what, what 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 is there to look forward to now? Uh, OK, Christmas. There's Christmas to look forward to. Uh, you know, and everyone's saying, oh, well, you know, look, you know, they've done the government's done its best for us, uh, you know, to, to, to make us have a nice Christmas. And I'm looking at the Christmas rules and I'm thinking, no, they haven't. They have put together a plan, almost like they've got all the world's top strategists together to say, OK, how can we completely and utterly wreck Christmas for these people? And they said, I know, tell you what we'll do. And so, you know, I'm looking at the government website now. It says three households can form a temporary Christmas bubble from the 23rd to the 27th. Well, you're one of those households. So who are the other two going to be? Now, listen, let's face it, the chances are, because, you know, it's been a tough year and, you know, uh, older people, uh, you know, particularly, you know, vulnerable to the virus um, and, and and such. And, you know, we've all been a bit worried, haven't we, about, you know, mums and dads and aunts and uncles and sort of, you know, older folks. Then the chances are it's going to be them, isn't it? So it's going to be in-laws. Let's face it. It's going to be 50% in-laws. Um, if your own parents uh, are still alive, and, you know, then it's going to be your own parents. And the thing about parents uh, coming to stay with you for that amount of time is, is there is a word for people who are in the same house as their parents, and that's children. Yeah. So the thing is, once they're there, it doesn't take long before suddenly, you know, they're, they're treating you like you're, you're nine again and, you know, ordering you around and telling you what to watch on TV and grabbing the remote control and saying, oh, no, no, look, it's Only Fools and Horses Christmas special. Oh, no, look, it's Morecambe and Wise. Oh, no, look, it's the old days. It's some terrible old shit you got to watch. And, you know, it's just, oh, God, no. And you don't want to say anything, you know, and then they fall asleep on the sofa and, you know, it's like, oh, God, finally they're falling asleep. I know I can, we can, we can, you know, watch like The Mandalorian or something like that. And then they'll turn around and say, oh, what's this? Who's, oh, we love The Mandalorian. Who's that? Why has he always got a helmet on? I don't know. They're funny, this lot, aren't they? Oh, look at that one. It looks just like a little baby one of the green one who was on the, th and you're like, oh, God, just shut up. Just shut up. Get out of my house. Sorry. Uh, wow, I'm feeling so Christmassy already. And of course, you know, because the uh, guidelines are very clear that uh, you can all mix indoors in private homes and stay overnight, uh, they're not just going to be coming, are they, just for, you know, a couple of days, um, because they haven't been out for ages. So it's definitely going to be the full five days. They're going to be in your place for the full five days. And there's no travel restrictions either. So even if they lived a long way away... And you thought there was absolutely no chance that they were going to hazard the journey, uh, the, the trains wouldn't be running, or you know they weren't going to spend ten hours on a motorway or something. They'll never do that. Yeah, no, they're coming. They are coming. They are coming to your place 
and they're going to be there for five days. And, you, you know, the thing is, I give it roughly, I don't know, 48 to 72 hours uh, before, uh, you know, you've either murdered them or they've murdered you. So basically, your your, your life is ticking away. Uh, you know, uh, one way or the other. So it's kill or be killed, I think, probably this Christmas. That's probably going to be the, the best way you can look at it. Um, uh, but of course, you know, the thing is there there is light at the end of the tunnel. If you really are dreading it and you, you just, you don't know how you're going to get through that much uh, catering for, you know, people who keep saying that your beds aren't comfortable and, uh, you know, uh, don't like eating your fancy foreign food, um, you know, but seem impossibly thirsty all the time for cups of tea. Don't worry, because uh, it says that you can't go to a pub or a restaurant with your bubble. So if it's getting really, really tough, what I suggest is you book up uh, several meals at your pub over the whole sort of, you know, Christmas feast. So I would say Christmas Eve, uh, Christmas Day and Boxing Day, just book up as much as you possibly can and have it in reserve. Because it doesn't, I mean, even if you have to spend the money, it doesn't matter does it? Because, you know, then if it's got too much, you can just come down one morning and say, I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, sorry, we just can't take it anymore. This is a, a living hell. Uh, we're going to the pub uh, for Christmas lunch or, you know, Boxing Day dinner or, you know, breakfast uh, every day. And when they say, oh, well, we'll come too. You say, oh, no, you can't. Sorry, it's the regulations. You can't do it. If you do that, I'm actually going to call the police. So there you go. Merry Christmas, Grandad. You're listening to Lockdown Lemonade, a show all about the silver linings of the coronavirus lockdown. I'm Andrew Keith Walker, and for the last 10 years, I've been a weird, creepy writer who worked from a cottage in the woods, like something out of a horror movie. But now, everyone else is working from home too, and I've got a really active social life again, via online video chats and online meetings and online everything, basically. But you know, I really like it, and it's got me thinking. They say when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Well, this show is all about that. It's about people sharing their own personal recipes recipes for turning those lockdown life lemons into lockdown lemonade. Okay, so this week's uh, it's been a bit a bit weird this week uh, for for the show because um, <laughs> you know for a variety of reasons uh, no one's uh, got got any stuff for me. So um, yeah, it's been a uh, okay. It's been a bit weird this week, everybody, because you know uh, we're all getting a bit fed up with the lockdown. And, you know, most of my uh, sort of the gang, you know, the contributors, the gang on the show, uh, too busy to do anything, send me anything. So it's been a bit, you know, disappointing. Although uh, I'm, I'm just about to go and have a virtual drink in our virtual bistro uh, with uh, Lua, who um, said that, you know, yeah, we can we can hang out because she hasn't done me a clip, but she said she's got some hot news about um, lockdown, dating and seduction tips. So that's going to be a good little feature there. So I've got that coming up. And um, it's weird, you know, it's weird. Uh, Glenn Long said he'd be back on the show, um, but he hasn't uh, he hasn't been uh, back in, in touch with me yet. And also I've been trying to get hold of uh, Ewan McIntosh but um, uh, I don't know. It's weird. It just keeps 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 going to voicemail. But it, oh no, hold on a second. Hold on a second. There's uh, yeah. I'm looking at my phone now, and wow, I've got a message from Glenn. I've got a message from from Glenn. Okay, okay. Hang on a second. Let's just uh, let's just check that out. You have messages. Hey Andrew, it's Glenn with a quick riddle. What climbs a ladder holding a hammer and watches you while you edit your podcast? The answer's me, mate. It's me. Have a look through the window now. It's me. Hello? Hey, Lua. It's me, Andrew. How are you doing? You say that as if I don't know when your name rings on the phone. Oh, God. Yeah, of course. There's a picture of me come up. 
No, uh, your name. Oh, just not a picture of me then. Weirdly, it doesn't. Weirdly, it doesn't. What you it don't? Doesn't. You don't. You don't have a picture of me, or I mean, I actually don't think I do have a picture of you. That... No, it just says it just says Andrew Walker. You, What's that calling? You, you remember what I look like, right? You, I, mean, you know, I do remember what you look, look like. Um, how you are planning seduction this week? Yes. That is your plan. Tell tell me about that. What is your seduction lockdown life tip? Oh god. Well, they've, they've been known to not go very well, but I I enjoy planning them. So <laughs> I'm hosting a karaoke. Um, it's it's going to be a disaster. But <laughs> it's one of these things, you know. They always end in hilarity. So my my. My plan is to show how fun I am. Just wait. So you're hosting a karaoke in the lockdown. How does that work exactly? Do you? I mean, are they coming to your house? They can't come to your house. That would be a breach of regulations. I'd have to call the police. Okay, Boris, come and get me. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> okay, okay. So you're breaking all the rules. You're breaking all the rules. No, I'm not breaking all the rules. I'm. You're you're allowed to make a bubble if you're single, right? What is it? Just you and someone else. Sure. It's just you and someone else doing a karaoke night. Yeah. All right. Me, me, and me and a friend and one other friend. You and a, what? It's a, a. Is that like a? There's three of us. There's three of you. Is that? Is that a? I mean, what? Look, I know it's not allowed, but I've had enough. I've had no, enough. I, I mean, I, quite apart from it not being allowed. Sorry, if I sound confused, it's like you said it's going to be a seduction. Is, is it like a three-way? Uh, Thing. No, it's not like a three-way seduction. Okay, so sorry, I, I, I realize. So it's you and a friend, nice, relaxed environment, and you just happen to have invited your bubble buddy, uh, possible boyfriend to be along. No, well, no. At the moment, I think he thinks that I'm the annoying little sister he never had. Yeah. And you want to turn that around? Yeah. <laughs> you want to turn that around? You want to say, "Hey, look at me. You know, I'm not the annoying little sister you never had." Uh, you know, I am. I'm a beautiful lady. Maybe, maybe not in that voice. Uh, you wouldn't. I'd do the voice. Definitely say I'm a beautiful lady. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's what's going to nail it. Exactly <laughs> that. And so I'm going to sing a bit of, you know, Boney M. Rasputin. Nice. Dance to Macho Man, and yeah. and that that is what's going to be my sex appeal. And he's going to be like, wow. He is. I mean, what else is there? What yeah. else am I going to do with my knife? You well, better not tag me in LinkedIn on this one, because otherwise people I know will listen to this. Yeah, they will. I'm hope, But don't worry. Look, absolutely, definitely. Absolutely, definitely. This time, I promise, Lua, I am not going to put this in the podcast. If you want half a tin of uh, Farrow and Ball... Is that Farrow and Ball? Other, other, yeah. Other paint star available. Um, I'll sell it to you for 500 quid. That's cheap. That's cheap, frankly. Wow, That's, I'll take uh, it. 80 pounds, please. Yeah. No, no, no. I only bought one tin. <laughs> um, my dream job is being the person that names paints. I mean, how is that a thing? Yet, how cool is that? And, and some of them are ridiculous. You can tell when they get bored and they're, and they're really having to reach, you know, reach out to, to, uh, to think of some paint names. It's sometimes when you get them and they've got names like, you know, 
49 acacia crescent or whatever it is and you're like how is how is that an accurate description yeah. of the color i don't get well, it i think ele- elephant's breath has got to be up there as slightly ethereal <laughs> and not necessarily leading directly to me knowing what color that is elephant's breath if you is there actually yeah. one? You i have... think there is or, i don't know you see the problem is when you start making them up you don't know you know is it fake news or not i don't know i don't know I mean, there's definitely a colour which I've always referred to as a uh, dog's lipstick penis. And when you say that, everyone knows the colour you mean. It's funny because that was the one, that's the exact shade I asked for <laughs> down at F&B in Royal Tunbridge Wells. That's the voice of my old school friend, Ben, and uh, he is an awesome drummer. He's the drummer in my band. Now he's the drummer in my band then. He's always going to be the drummer in my band. And um, because Ben works uh, with, you know, very sort of high security uh, things to do with, you know, the government, military and sort of that sort of stuff we can't talk about, uh, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, and this is Ben. But Ben, as you probably guessed, is decorating his house. And he's also just got married. And he's also got lots of really good advice for how to deal in crisis situations and sure enough that's kind of what we're in right now back to ben oh and <laughs> because he does like you know awesome sort of military stuff and that uh, the sound effects are um <laughs> yeah well you'll you'll see so okay so fine so the thing is you know what what is your advice for people who are finding it hard because their way of life's been disrupted all right you must have some you know useful advice for for people about how to you know just get through it until we we get the vaccines and we will get back to normal yeah i i think you know i've I've sort of been reflecting on this and i I think um i think the first thing i'd say andrew don't and we've all we've all done it we've all lived through it and yet some people have found it harder um, than others some people find it easier some people may find it it gets harder but i wouldn't underestimate the ability of everybody to adapt um it is a bit of a shock uh for us when we really used to we used to be able to pretty much do what we want and also we live in a quite a safe environment and but you can cope and adapt and i think people are doing that and it is odd but it does take some time to adapt but you can adapt and you can come through it and I, so I, I think that's the that's the first one. And just because you think it, you know, it might some people might be finding it hard. Well, there are probably people that are finding it a lot harder, or you know, in a lot worse position. So, so that's the first one. I think the second one is it's quite nice to find find a bit of time in amongst all of this for yourself, um, even if it's a couple of hours. You know, and and all the best the best people I've worked with, uh, the most impressive people I've worked with, who are able to just consistently deal with uh, sort of living in working in uh, you know crisis situations are those that actually can step out of their crisis a little bit and uh, have a little think about uh, and, and reflection um, about themselves and then the other I mean the other one is I think that we all and we are all guilty of this and this is the classic uh, a classic sort of what happens to people and organizations when they face crisis uh, situation which you know it, it's it's there's time pressure there's ambiguity there's high stakes and usually they're they're complex situations and the, the whole covid thing ticks all those boxes in spades 
what what you what we all tend to do is focus on the here and now and um, getting through the immediate. But actually, what you need to do as well is just take a bit of time out to just think through long, longer term. And I think we've all done that, haven't we? Where we thought it's the classic; it'll be over by Christmas, and people are talking about, well, you know, it'll be okay, but by the summer. Now it's then it was well, it'll be okay by the end of the year, and now people are, are talking about you know, 2021, 2022, but just thinking, trying to think a bit strategically and trying to think outside of the here and now uh, is really important because it also, it's also really good to have a sort of focus uh, and a thing to think about and, um, you know, when it's all over type type goal. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's useful, but I mean, that's a kind of cult, uh, combination of, of various situations I've been in that, that you know roughly roughly akin to to what we're in now where you know there's there's some kind of lockdown and then there's um there's a uh some things that can harm you out there so on that front especially on the the dangers of things harming you out there um you have recently got married yes uh, <laughs> and so let me get this straight. i'm just trying to get the timeline right you got married and then went straight into lockdown basically no, we so we were due to get married in April, and then lockdown came in, and we were put on a pause, and then a wind, a very brief window of opportunity presented itself, which we didn't realise. You know, as I said before, we thought, well, let's go for a date late in the summer, um, when it, when it'll all be back to normal. So end of August, beginning of September, we did that at a very reduced uh wedding and then we were very very lucky because i think you know a week or two weeks later um or we, we, you know weddings got stopped again or, or they made the rules even tighter so um we were very lucky we moved house and got married in a, in a two-week period which was um, you moved house as well yeah yeah, yeah. so I that's know, a, I, I think honestly i'm gonna say now right you know how do you tell if this guy is an expert in crisis situations or not he casually says, oh, yeah, you know what? I got married and I moved house in the same two-week window in the middle of a global pandemic. I have to say, you're making it sound very calm because most people I, yeah, go apeshit about getting married yeah. or losing house. Moving. Yeah, I mean, I'm moving I'm, house. I'm moving house maybe yeah. next week, and I'm like a caged animal, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I think, I mean, it's a really good point, and I'm not going to pretend that my wedding or indeed my house move was the world's smoothest process, but... Uh, there is a, I mean, coming back to the don't, uh, you know, don't underestimate how much, how much, you know, the human spirit can endure. Also, don't underestimate the fact that, hey, things are different. And it's not one of these things where you can just, you, you know, there's two approaches. You're either heads down and you just try and sort of fight your way through it day to day. Or there's, and it's a horrible phrase, the new reality and you've just got to try and get on with life as best you can, because of course, you know, we, we don't know what's around the corner and uh, we could have, and I'll just use the example of, you know, our wedding and, and moving house. We could have easily justified to ourselves. No, we're going to wait. We're going to wait. to year. Um, there's so much, that, you know, there is, and again, it's classic. It's the classic constituent parts of a crisis. And it's the thing that really, makes everybody feel feel uncomfortable is is that uncertainty you know we are we're now we've gone from living very certain lives to suddenly being touched by a degree of uncertainty that we're 
we're not that comfortable with that, I think. And uh, people, but people are adjusting to it, and they're having to adjust to it. Music is a great release. I mean, you and I, we've we've played in bands for um, thirty something years. Do you do you find yourself? You go out and you just suddenly start, you know, hitting the skins and just disappearing into, uh, you know, a little bit of bend time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do quite like going on sort of musical safaris, particularly using, uh, you know, some some online streaming services. And uh, I love the way that they, they throw up, um, you know, throw up recommendations or, or, you, or you suddenly think, I mean, it's great. It's always great to, to half remember a tune and then try and, you know, type every conceivable uh, title that you think it might be until you find it. That's that's really good, and uh, yeah, using uh, using Shazam or whatever, and then and then it, when you're out and about, I did it yesterday, funnily enough, and then uh, you know, then coming back in and, and then plugging it in, and then you, it, it, yeah, it's great. I've been doing that. I've been doing that. I've discovered a band called Lean Al Chi, who are a, uh, a sort of Korean, yes, sort of very yeah. groovy they, Korean band. They're, they've yeah. done all these all the music for the the career the the feel the rhythm of career adverts that are all over youtube yeah they're 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 pretty they're they're quite big in southeast asia actually god i love them i can't stop listening to it i I mean i haven't got you know i obviously don't speak korean um but it's a it's in the car i'm the car if you know know, uh and interestingly their producers for uh was born in the north really he got out he got out through china wow Wow! No, I've, I've never heard of him, mate. Oh, it, mate! No, uh, oh, you see, you're so convincing. <laughs> it sounds good. So you have a you have a saying. You have a saying that has carried you through situations that would make most people uh, soil themselves in terror. Uh, you've you've been through some. You have a saying that I think would be very useful for people who are sitting at home, thinking, "God, I don't know which way is up. This is all." I don't know what's happening. I can't get out. I don't know what's open. I don't know what's closed. I can't get to the pub, which for me has been, you know, like the end of the universe. You, you've got a saying that helps people through this, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, you know, it's quite simple is, uh, flip, flip, flip the, the weird, and they are weird times we're all living in and just think, well, okay, it is all a bit chaotic and a bit uncertain and a bit different, but from chaos comes opportunity. Yeah. I mean, how does that work? How how do you find the opportunity in the chaos? What's a good sort of way to get yourself in the zone for that mind wise? Well, I, don't, I mean, I didn't. I, I tell you what, and I, I must admit, I, I was much better in lockdown one than lockdown two. But um, I actually bothered to do all those things that I always, you know, we all like to in our head leave these these lives, but then real life gets in the way. And and I thought, well, hang on, what? What actually can I? What have I got that I didn't have before? Well, actually, I've got time. I'm not commuting. I'm, I'm working from home. Um, you know, I've, I've got a bit of time, and I, you know, weekends we're we're locked in. We can only go out once. So, I started looking at podcasts, things that went online, literary festivals, national theatre, opera, things that, in my own head, I actually would. Hey, I'm doing they're doing this all the time, but we all know we never quite get to them, or we only do it, uh, you know, we only do it once, once um, we only do it very infrequently, and uh, yeah, from that I actually thought oh, this is quite good, and then you know it's a great chance to do some exercise, one, you know, once a, you're allowed out once a day, get get back into a routine, 
and uh, yeah, I, I'm in it in a weird way. Stand fast, the uh, you know global pandemic. I look back on lockdown one in quite, it's quite a good, quite a good period of sort of you know personal t- t- personal growth. Really, what has been your top secret lockdown lemonade life lesson that we can all learn if we just listen to your lemons? I think. Uh, how people are feeling and, and acting and reacting is ex- almost entirely predictable uh, given uh, what crisis we're in. You know, cr- crises have, a, have certain characteristics that drive certain behaviours. So, so don't worry about it is, is the first one. And then secondly, think long term and think wide and out doesn't matter whether whether, you know talk about your personal life or business professional life is think long and think wide and then thirdly make sure you look after your own resilience you know we 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 are we all run around and you know and and, and cope that that absolutely take some time to look after yourself that physically mentally uh just a a bit of time to reflect and, and invest in you to, uh, to, to get through um, a crisis. And as I left Ben, I thought to myself, yeah, you know, I think I think he's right. You know, lockdown one was hard, but, you know, it kind of felt like we were all in it together. Lockdown two has just been miserable. And then, you know, when it ends, we're going to be, you know, stuck with having to eat when we're in the pub as opposed to just get blind drunk. And then, of course, we've got Christmas and, you know, it's going to be, you know, mind-bending hell. And we'll probably end up murdering our parents or, you know, if, if we can survive there, obviously uh, murderous attacks are on us. And I did think to myself, yeah, you know, Actually, maybe now is the time to uh, take a bit of time for yourself and just work on your resilience, work on bouncing back and, you know, dealing with the hard times because they will be over one day. So think uh, broad and think long term. And also uh, think about a little bit of self-indulgence by listening to uh, podcasts because uh, they're a great way to unwind and relax. I mean, I, I mean were, you, were you to listen one and, and obviously recommend one to your friends? And I think this one. I recommend this lockdown lemonade. This, I mean, not just this episode, which is great, obviously, but I mean, all of them, they've all been great. They've all been great guests. They've all been really awesome. And, you know, it's just it's so hard. It's been so hard keeping this show going. Please just listen to my podcast. Just listen to my podcast. Just, go, just listen to it. Give it five stars. Give it more. And I don't just do anything. Do anything at all. Just, just, I, I just, and please, God, just listen to my podcast. Please just listen. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I've said too much again. I'm just. I love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Sorry. I love you. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Out of lockdown next week. Oh, it's still depressing. But don't worry. I'll be back. I'll be back. Okay. I love you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. I love you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. I love you. Bye. You have messages. You're a Macintosh here. Don't amaze me. Don't amaze me. from a wine in Tesco. The, guy, the guard's chasing me. Uh, look. Just got to make it to the pass at. You still get messages, get video messages from the uh, account to com slash you and Macintosh. Or get a cameo. Or memo. I, uh, it was a mistake.